0: You're listening to episode three of the Thriving Mom podcast. And today we're talking about intuitive eating, what it is, and why you should care about becoming an intuitive eater. Welcome to the Thriving Mom podcast, where we invite mothers and mothers at heart to think outside the conventional beliefs about motherhood, nutrition, and raising healthy kids. I'm your host, Uime Oguta, recovering perfectionist and non diet nutrition counselor on a mission to help smart women like you find food and body freedom through intuitive eating, self-care, and mindful practices that will leave you kicking balance to the curb, stop surviving, and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the episode Most days, I just want to observe a moment of silence for moms. Like, can we just declare one hour or even just a minute of silence for motherhood? Because it is busy. I believe the cover of Tanya Dalton's book, The Joy of Missing Out, clearly shows what life as a mom is. And if you haven't read that book, you surely should grab one. It's a really good one. But what I love about that photo is the woman sitting there and having so many limbs. Which I feel like most of us feel that way. It's like you just don't have enough hands to do everything. But while this might look funny or feel like it's not a big deal, I find that it impacts the way most of us deal with taking care of ourselves. And one of those areas is when it comes to our relationship with food. Which is why I love intuitive eating so much. Because... It forces you to get out of your head and the business and the chaos of your life and actually focus on what matters to you. If you're not familiar with intuitive eating, it's an evidence-based approach to eating that uses your body's internal cues of hunger and fullness and satisfaction to guide your eating behavior. So what it does is that it allows you to be the expert of your body by developing that relationship of trust And also just knowing that your body knows how to use the foods that you feed it with. For me, um, becoming an intuitive eater completely changed how I engage with food. And of course, helped me to get over some of my crazy food fears and rules and regulations. Which helped me build trust and confidence in myself, but also empowered me to have a positive feeding relationship with my kids. So why does this matter to moms? moms are always busy, like I said. We're always on the go and sometimes it becomes challenging to connect with your body's cues, especially hunger and fullness. And as a result, most of us just wait until we're starving before we eat. So why this is a problem is that extreme hunger may actually trigger overeating because your body is trying to make up for all the energy that it needs and over time you end up with a chaotic relationship with food Some of us have dysregulated appetites, so you'll hear people saying things like, I don't feel hungry, or I never know when I'm hungry, right? Or we also develop this inability to trust our bodies and our needs. So then it spills into other areas and you might not be able to tune into your emotional, your mental, or your spiritual needs. And of course, when all of this happens because we live in a society that tells us that we have to be in control of everything, most of us end up feeling ashamed Right, Because we feel like something is wrong with us and our body is not doing what it's supposed to be doing. So in a situation where you haven't eaten all day, you end up needing more food than usual at night. But then the culture that we live in, which is diet culture, tells you that if you eat at night, then you need more self-control, which is actually not true. One other thing that I like to talk about is that when we're focused on controlling our eating, or in the diet mentality, it creates stressors on our mental health. And sometimes you'll experience inner chaos because what your body is actually trying to tell you it needs contradicts what those rules and and regulations that you're following are telling you you should or shouldn't be doing when it comes to eating. And of course, when you're stressed out about food or worried about what you should or shouldn't be eating, that's not healthy either. So it not only impacts you, it influences how you relate with yourself, but somehow it spills into how you relate with your children as well or how you allow them to engage with food. Even for some of us, it spills into our partners or significant others. Over time, if you keep relying on external rules to dictate how you engage with food, you actually silence your natural ability to recognize when you're hungry. So you stay in the cycle of restriction, guilt, and shame. And this actually is not helpful for you. Because intuitive eating is a highly personal process, it can be challenging to find what works initially, especially if you've been on any sort of restrictive eating behavior. But over time, your ability to trust your body gets stronger as you listen and respond to those needs. We'll dive into how you can get started with intuitive eating in episode 4, but I just wanted to touch a little bit more on specific benefits of intuitive eating for mothers in this episode. I also have a free quick start guide to intuitive eating. If you're interested, I'll include the link in the show notes and you can grab it from my website. Alright, so the first thing intuitive eating does is that it significantly increases your body kindness, compassion, and respect, which impacts your self-esteem and body image. And as a mom, I feel like this is very, very important because a lot of us struggle with body image issues because again, the society tells you what mom body should look like. You should snap back. You shouldn't have folds. You shouldn't have all these other things that don't take into account your personal life. And many of us really stay in that space where we feel stuck and we hang our worth on how people see us. But the thing with intuitive eating is that it gets you to tune into your feelings and emotions, which frankly, it feels awkward for most of us. But that's where the work is at. Because once you tune into your body's subtle signs, it makes you better able to value yourself yourself. You're able to look at what you actually need at what time and you're able to nourish yourself based on your own needs. Secondly, intuitive eating improves your mental health by giving you the space to focus on other things in life. So by trusting your body's signal, you don't need a clock or an app or an external measuring device to tell you that it's time to eat. You just feel your hunger signals and you eat. I'm sure we can always do with one less thing that we have to worry about in a day. It also leads to increased satisfaction and contentment and helps to improve social relationships. So when you're able to meet your needs, like I talked about, you're less dependent on other people to fill those needs. Because when you're in tune with your body, sometimes you'll know, okay, what do I need at this time and how can I fulfill that need? Sometimes it might not be that you need food, it might might just be that you need some form of self-care and intuitive eating teaches you to do that. Intuitive eating also helps you navigate the seasons of motherhood where your body or appetite might be changing. And this is particularly true during pregnancy, postpartum, or when you might be breastfeeding. Because sometimes your caloric needs are different. And by trusting yourself and trusting your instincts, you're better able to nourish your body and do what you need for yourself. And finally, my favorite. Intuitive eating helps you feed your kids with confidence. Because as you trust your body you'll also build your own trust with yourself and also around food. So then you're able to trust your children's eating relationship with food as well. This is very crucial for raising kids who have a good relationship with food and respect their bodies. And if you've been on any form of restrictive eating patterns or dieting, this helps you break that generational cycle of dieting and disordered eating behaviors. So the buck stops at you and it doesn't pass on to your kids. I think that's a really good thing. There are so many other benefits of intuitive eating that I haven't included here, but I will include a link in the show notes and you can take a look at that. One of the areas I find that people struggle a lot when it comes to starting intuitive eating is that some people feel like they need to lose weight before attempting intuitive eating or they want to do intuitive eating perfectly. So I'm just going to go ahead and say here that intuitive eating is a messy process. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I talk a lot about that. It's messy, you can't manipulate or control your weights. When you're an intuitive eater, it's not a diet or food plan, so there's no rule that you need to follow. You just have to trust your body. Of course, it's, not, it's something that you can't pass or fail at. You just do it. And because we're all so unique, no two journeys will be the same. While all I just talked about might sound great in theory, let's look at how intuitive eating could look like in reality. And the best picture of this is looking at a baby. So if you've had a baby or been around a baby, you know that they eat in response to their innate hunger and fullness cues. Some days that might mean they eat very little. Other days they might eat a lot. And that varies. And then there are days when they barely eat. And there are times when they'll eat a lot. And as a result of a big poop session, they become hungry within half an hour. You don't question them as a mom or a caregiver. You just respond by feeding them. We all have that ability to eat based on our hunger and fullness signals. But for many of us, that signal may have been silenced. I talked a bit about diet culture, but there are other things that affect this ability. So for instance, parental or caregiver influence when people were younger or trauma could also impact how you respond to your hunger and fullness. But becoming an intuitive eater will help you reconnect to that innate wisdom, which will eventually help you trust your body. And that's all what we want, right? But before we go, I'd like to talk about some fears that may arise once you start to do this work. Because trust me, depending on how long you've been on a restrictive eating pattern or you've been dieting for, yeah, things might not go as gently as you think. So what are some worries that you might have? You could feel that your weight will spiral out of control. Some people feel they won't be able to control themselves around foods or they might just eat only the foods that they never allowed themselves to eat and it would never stop. These are valid fears and concerns to have, but you need to understand that they're a direct result of a chaotic relationship with food. I sort of describe this phase as a honeymoon phase, where you're relearning about your body and different foods after restrictive eating patterns. And the best way to describe this is with the analogy of a pendulum. So when you have been dieting or restricting your eating patterns for a long time, you're on one end of that pendulum. And then you decide to become an intuitive eater, that pendulum is going to swing all the way to the other side. (laughs) While this may look really strange and scary for you, and you will feel like I need to go back to dieting because it's solid, I know what I'm doing, I can look at a target, and I can focus. I would encourage you to stick with it because this swinging back and forth on that pendulum is all part of the process of getting the pendulum to settle in the middle. And once it settles in the middle, it stabilizes and you're able to trust your body and rebuild that confidence in feeding yourself, which is where we all want to be at, right? So to sum it up, when you choose to listen to external noise rather than your body's innate wisdom, you suffer physical, emotional, and mental consequences. So overall, I feel like intuitive eating is something that we should all be doing as mums because not only will you have an improved and positive relationship with food and your body, it will also help you model a healthy relationship with food for your kids. And we all want our kids to grow up and be confident. We want our kids to have good relationships with food and good body images. And that starts with us. So that's it my friends. I hope this episode has helped you think just a little bit more about giving intuitive eating a try. I'd love to hear your takeaways or your struggles. So please send me an email at hello at oliveandbliss.ca and you can also reach me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm at Olive and Bliss Wellness. Thank you so much. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to share with other moms. I'd also love to hear your takeaways. So please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm at Olive and Bliss Wellness. If you hadn't had a chance yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Each review is so important to us because it makes it easy for other moms to find our thriving mom community. Be sure to tune in next week for another dose of inspiration to help you thrive on your motherhood journey. Until next time. Stay thriving.